Hello and welcome to episode three of Unbelievable. So believe it or not, we are back after a little two week We're break. We're back, baby. <laughs> Obviously, making two episodes is such hard work. Absolutely, no one noticed that we were gone for two weeks. But <laughs> Katie's laptop broke. She's been in a legal battle with Apple. I've been just like screaming into like the void of Apple. <laughs> it's a very one sided battle. Katie's <laughs> screaming at them while they don't even look up. So, I've got rights. She was like, "Listen to me. I am in the right here." And everyone just was. Island and no one uh, I'm just like repeatedly like banging my fists on the Apple headquarters door. We are no more prepared than we were two weeks ago, but here we are with episode three. <laughs> Woo! Right, so for the first time in unbelievable <laughs> history. Me and Emma have chosen the same article. And it was just a chance encounter that we realised. <laughs> I mentioned the word rabbits and Katie went, why are you discussing rabbits? <laughs> and it was because we both picked the same article about a rabbit. rabbit. This um, woman is crazy. So it's a chat, it's fate exclusive, of course. And this article is called Rabbiting On. Robo was no ordinary bunny. And this is Leela Corey. Leela Corey, yeah. For disclaimer, Robo was an ordinary bunny. (laughs) (laughs) Don't give spoilers. (laughs) Sitting back in the comfy living room of my new boat, I smiled to myself. Off to your wild start straight away. Home at last, I murmured. It was 2007 and I'd spent the previous decade travelling around the world, but my dad wasn't very well, so I decided to settle down in the UK. I bought myself a houseboat near Windsor called Diable the Fallen Angel. (laughs) Which is such a classic. Straight away, that's what hooked me. (laughs) Which was funny, as I was very into all things spiritual. We know. On a whim, I went to visit a local pet shop and spotted a bundle of black fluff with long ears and an adorable fluffy tail. I do think it's weird to go into a pet shop on a whim. That's not really the place to browse. Window shopping. Window shopping at the Live sentient beings (laughs) bought on a whim. A six-month-old male rabbit (laughs) i remember dad phoning out of the blue a few years ago and randomly asking if i knew the name of a rabbit bugs bunny i'd suggested roger rabbit (laughs) i don't know why i'm doing that so weird (laughs) oh yes he'd replied thanks goodbye i mean like that just makes like it's such a random conversation that no one cares about if yeah if dad had done that to us as well i'd be like are you feeling all right (laughs) Name a rabbit for me. Just go through a list of famous rabbits. And they With hang no out. questions asked. <laughs> Goodbye. I thought it would be funny to get a rabbit for him. Hilarious. So I punched. Oh, I punched the male. <laughs> you did not punch the male rabbit. So I purchased the male rabbit. But that's weird that you buy a pet for someone without consulting them. I yeah, think. especially that's like a, a rabbit. A massive responsibility. Yeah. Dad fell in love with him immediately. What should we call him? I asked. Robot. <laughs> like what? Are you Dad replied about? at once. You can't call him that. I laughed. How about Robo instead? Like. Again, this makes no sense. You've, the conversation you had about rabbits was famous rabbits, but your dad just splits out the word robot. <laughs> robot. <laughs> dad passed away in August 2008, and Robo instinctively seemed to know I was grieving. He was living with me on the boat and didn't let me out of his sight, and I couldn't bear to be parted with him either. You say that, but how big is his boat? <laughs> That's what <laughs> like, I thought as well. It's such a like, tiny space. You're always going to be in sight of each other. <laughs> I took him on a pilgrimage walk at Avesbury in Wiltshire, with Robo hopping around me, 
getting under my feet. <laughs> when we got to the standing stones, a passerby stopped to smile at us. Your bunny really seems to be connected with the stones, <gasps> she said. Yeah. It almost seems like he knows this place. This Which, is where it got to in the story where I was like, oh, for yeah. God's sake, here we go. What's the likelihood that actually happened, do you think? Also, taking your rabbit for a walk is a bit weird. <laughs> like, And we say that as people who used to take our cat for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think anyone stopped to say your no. rabbit seems to know this place. I think she looked at her rabbit and went, he knows this place. It's like he's been here before. <laughs> Hearing him say this gave me goosebumps. I'd felt the same thing myself. I even took Robo on holiday to Scotland and my rabbit turned out to be my lucky charm on that trip. When we got to the B&B <laughs> that evening, the girl at reception told me they were fully booked. I'm really sorry. <laughs> she God said sake. apologetically. We just can't squeeze you in. She's the modern Joseph and Mary turning up with <laughs> her and Robo. There's no room at the end. <laughs> I went to sit out in the garden with Robo, wondering what to do next. And a few minutes later, she came rushing out to say they'd had a last-minute cancellation and could fit me in after all. This has nothing to do with your rabbit. I'm sure Robo had something <laughs> no, to do with it. it never does. If I'm... only that he was too cute to turn away. I promise that has nothing to do with the rabbit that you're holding. <laughs> when like, I read probably... that, I was like, there's no correlation. It's literally like, it's not like she stroked the rabbit and was like, oh, I wish I could find a home yeah. for you and your rabbit. The has... rabbit was just there. But as well, not even that. Are they meant to be having rabbits when you go and stay at a B&B? Like, she probably didn't know that there was a rabbit there. <laughs> when mum got ill with bowel cancer, she told me that Robo visited her in a dream. This rabbit just transcends all dimensions. <laughs> By now, of course, I'd worked out that Robo was no ordinary rabbit. I'd seen how he'd get his energy charged up by crystals. He loved them. And then, what? I don't know if you picked up on the same thing in a yeah. second. He gravitated towards mine in front of the fireplace and would then play for hours. The so fireplace. he gravitated towards the, the warm fireplace, yeah. <laughs> had a little rest and then was yeah, and then just could run around and play. Uh, it's really sad because this is just a lonely woman, but your your bunny is not this magical <laughs> being that you think it is. Robo is God. Robo sees all. It's the name Robo. <laughs> Robo, the, the spiritual rabbit. <laughs> As well, there's a photo of him with like glaring red eyes. <laughs> what this like cute old lady cuddles him. Animals with threatening auras. Prime <laughs> submission is robo <laughs> he'd come camping with me and friends and we all noticed that he seemed to have orbs around him oh no, at this point it's just a demon like it actually is a terrifying animal and it seems to look into the camera like in every photo like <laughs> it's looking directly into the lens yeah it's like one of those old paintings that robo's eyes follow you around the magazine <laughs> like i was actually scared he'd sort of emerge from my ipad <laughs> like his head would poke out yeah, I'm torn between it being a demon and it being a totally normal rabbit. <laughs> like, there's no in-between. Then we've got a new subhead in here called Cheeky Bunny. When mum passed five years after dad died, I moved into a friend's house who was a clairvoyant. As always. <laughs> like, no one has normal friends in this magazine. And was able to keep communicating with them. But they weren't the only ones who came through. Once we were driving when my friend received a message. There's someone here, she said. <laughs> But it's not a human. It's a rabbit. It was Robo! <laughs> <laughs> he was alive and perfectly well at home. He'd just taken this opportunity to give me a message that I wasn't scratching him in his favourite place. Tell me how that works. <laughs> so someone who's alive is talking to a clairvoyant to say, come back. So it's not someone, it's, it's a rabbit. A rabbit yeah. <laughs> so what do you think that message sounded like? 
I have no idea. I think it. I don't Scratch think it was. me, human. <laughs> Scratch me in my right place. There was no message. We know that. They were driving home and there was nothing. And she saw that she was sad that her mate, Mr. Rabbit, that she always bangs on about. And he's like, I've got someone with Scratch me. Scratch me in the place in the rabbit realm. <laughs> Join me. I had to chuckle. He always made his feelings plain one way or another. <laughs> Though he didn't really need a clairvoyant for that. He even gave his verdict on my past relationships. I had to laugh because I said to one guy, Robo, tell him who's boss. And Robo bit him. You've just trained this horrible animal. <laughs> Little demon creature. Just, they have such a weird relationship. You should not be codependent on a rabbit that bites people when you demand <laughs> them to. This was me with Ronnie, though, to be fair. <laughs> Robo, charge! And Robo comes running to bite you with his glaring red eyes. <laughs> Join me in the rabbit realm. Robo was my in-car travelling bunny too, and he always knew when I needed a break. Once when we were in the car setting off to the Midlands, always the Midlands, <laughs> I said to Robo, I feel exhausted, and the exhaust fell off the car. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that a funny little thing to do? That's like really bad. Classic Robo. <laughs> when I felt deflated, the car tyres would go. He'd always find a way to create some time out for me to recharge. See, the that's exhaust, not kind. Yeah, no, it's not. The exhaust falling off your car and the car tyres going. That's like, he's causing you misery and stress and that's not what anyone needs. In any other scenario, this would be a poltergeist or something. <laughs> Yeah, Robo is the poltergeist, the living poltergeist. I worked at a special needs school in Slough and of course Robo visited. The children were so calmed by him. I can just imagine like a room full of children with their eyes glazed over in some weird like demonic <laughs> trance. Floating in the room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Little wonder I became known as the rabbit woman. So Katie actually has a weird rabbit man story. So I actually got in like a massive argument with a man on a bus who was called the rabbit man. And he had like a red suit on and had a barrel of bunnies behind him. And he was her dream. Yeah, no, no, this is like a locked police case. Like I was talking to the police for a long time about this. And he was having a go at this pregnant woman on the bus. So I was like, I stepped in, obviously. (laughs) Katie's just gloating at this point. Her bystander training. No, I'm good at looking after people on buses. (laughs) He went on a massive rant at me and said, bitch, I'm the rabbit man. And he did have a barrel of bunnies behind him. So I... That's strong branding, yeah. (laughs) Memorable, anyway. He was covered in, like, he had a red suit that was just covered in, like, fur. This is what the rabbit woman dreams of that moment. Like, I I actually had to tell the police this. Like, it sounds nuts. (laughs) It sounds like Katie just had an episode. Yeah, but they actually have all the CCTV. (laughs) (laughs) No, but at first they said they didn't have the CCTV. Yeah, TFO, like, couldn't find it. And I was like, oh my god. She just invented the rabbit man. (laughs) Anyway, that's that's the rabbit man. (laughs) I think he came into my life to help me grieve over losing my parents and to prepare me for having a baby. See, this is the weirdest thing, because she's now finding connections where her rabbit doesn't fit. Like, why is your rabbit preparing you for losing parents and babies? It's just a rabbit that's giving you comfort. Like, it's really sad that, like, I feel a bit bad laughing at it for now. (laughs) Yeah, but wait till it carries on. (laughs) I was keen to be a mum and underwent several cycles of IVF. Around this time, Robo was a particularly demanding bunny, making me wipe his bottom and scut. Such a horrible word. <laughs> and then when I read that, I was like, oh, what? And it says brackets, fluffy tail. But there's such a difference between a fluffy tail and a scut. <laughs> yeah, like why would you... If you're going to have to explain what a scut is, tail. just put fluffy tail. Yeah. Wiping his scut. <laughs> I am convinced that he was preparing me for motherhood. He's not. I promise you, he's just a rabbit. A when massive I... rabbit. <laughs> 
When I fell pregnant, Robo was so kind to me, <laughs> allowing me to pop a beanbag between us when he sat on my knee as cushioning and protection for me and my bump. Robo shoes, boss. <laughs> like, Robo wears the trousers in this Yeah, I didn't like the phrase, he allowed me. I know, I picked up on that. Normally, he doesn't allow her to do things. I feel like he is a possessed rabbit. He's not nice. Sadly, he didn't live to meet my son, Johan. Robo died on Good Friday in 2018. Let's all have a minute. <laughs> silence. Moment of silence for Robo. <laughs> At the time I was on a houseboat in Amsterdam, the land of Miffy the Rabbit. Like, seriously, this is why you're the rabbit woman. <laughs> and he was at a pet boarding house in the UK. <laughs> My friend called me to say he'd passed away. He was old and it wasn't unexpected, and it seemed serendipitous that it happened at Easter, the time of year when we all think about bunnies. No one, I mean, <laughs> it crosses everyone's mind, but I promise not everyone's thinking about bunnies, especially 24-7. Yeah, especially old elderly rabbits. <laughs> With a demonic soul. <laughs> yeah. It was the perfect time to say goodbye to my wonderful rabbit. But it didn't end there. This was Robo. He haunts me. He floats <laughs> above my bed, screaming. <laughs> he makes me wipe his ghostly scut. <laughs> he even had ideas about where he wanted to be buried. Because a friend who communicates with animals informed me that he didn't want to be buried in my current home. <laughs> he wanted away from her. I had to pop him in the freezer and wait to move to where I live today. It's just absolute nonsense. You should not be... Imagine going around someone's house and you open their freezer and it's their pet. Just like... In their freezer. <laughs> Crusty. Also, yeah. yeah, I'm not imagining it in a bag. I'm imagining literally just Just loose, rabbit. yeah. But also like sort of on his back with his little paws up. With a few peas on him. <laughs> <laughs> Some fish fingers and a lasagna resting on his scut. In my new home, I held a funeral <laughs> ceremony in the garden for him with a didgeridoo like, player. For God's sake! That's <laughs> just what like, what What's the didgeridoo player? I don't know. Where have you found one? But that was deemed very important by the Chat It's Fate editors as that's got a big speech bubble in a green <laughs> graphic that says, I held his funeral with a didgeridoo player. <laughs> just so that we didn't miss the didgeridoo player. Is there a rabbit didgeridoo connection that we just are unaware of? I don't know, but it's really creepy. Imagine him like running around the house like, on his back legs playing the didgeridoo <laughs> scratch me in my favourite place <laughs> you sound like what's his oh my god Roy Rolf Harris Rolf Harris yeah. Roy Harris Roy. <laughs> even though Robo lived for 12 years his energy is still around today I see him in cloud shapes when I'm out to be fair right yeah the photo above the photo is, a rabbit. is legit a rabbit in the clouds <laughs> like there's no mistaking it this is the first photo I've seen in any of these magazines that I went oh fair that, like, that's right normally their cloud pictures it's like zoomed in contrasted <laughs> they've drawn over it this is just straight up a rabbit in the sky full on rabbit that is defo robo <laughs> one time while I was meditating I felt him hop onto my lap see I don't like that as well That I, I find that lap. less surprising because people do feel like cats and stuff don't they when they're like demon ghost things sitting on your lap like looking at oh. you no I'm happy to accept that that's robo <laughs> <laughs> okay on other occasion, I've almost tripped over Robo's shadow on the stairs. That's now horrible. that is weird. Tripped over a yeah. shadow. A shadow should be a light, not you, a physical. The fact entity. that that's just like one line she's dropped in, like she hasn't focused on that at all. <laughs> that's creepy because that means it's probably happened. Like you shouldn't, if you tripped over a shadow, that should be the article. It should be like, <laughs> I tripped over a shadow. What does that mean? What is that then? Yeah. She's just like, ah, I tripped over Classic a shadow. <laughs> it, also, it's a bit like malicious because it's, why is it trying to trip you up on the <laughs> stairs of all places? I know. Join me in the shadow realm, mother. <laughs> hop, hop. <laughs> 
Johan, who is now two, loves stories about Robo, even though he never met him. The son you will never be, child. <laughs> yeah. The firstborn was Robo. <laughs> a friend who is an astral traveller. I mean, where oh, is she finding all know. these people? Like her friendship group. Absolute coins. <laughs> Clairvoyant, astral traveller, and a mother bunny. <laughs> <laughs> a friend who is an astral traveller has told me he see. Oh, sorry, he. That was assumptive of us. <laughs> told me he sees Robo happily munching in rabbit heaven on grass around us. My home is called Hopalong Cottage, Shit. and I'm on my second certified animal communication course, learning how to connect with animal spirit. Maybe I'll be able to talk to Robo again myself. The fact that you're on a second level of your course and you still can't talk to your rabbit that everyone else <laughs> seems to be able to chat to and you're, tri- you're tripping over his shadows and seeing him in the clouds. Also, I don't know about this course, but if you told me there was an animal communication course, I'd assume it was sort of learning how to interpret the needs of animals <laughs> to care for them, not to just straight up talk to the spirit of the animal. No. Also, did you clock the next bit? Did you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, so this bit made me laugh the most. So think of the whole article. She's talking about how Robo's mischievous but funny. Get him, Robo. Robo, we have interpreted, is a horrible, horrible rabbit. But she's painting him as though he's lovely and the cutest little bunny ever. And it goes, in cultures all over the world, rabbit is seen as a trickster. (laughs) And that, to me, is the creepiest bit of it all. Yeah, but it says they were considered to be messengers to the underworld. I know. It's horrible. As they make holes in the earth and they come and go is please like it's just horrible <laughs> like everything you've told me about Robo I'm scared of him I just quite like the article like the photographs of like the demonic bunny and then they've got a photo of her outside the land of Miffy <laughs> just posing with a Miffy statue in Amsterdam she really is the rabbit woman and the photo of Robo sat by the fire lovely and cosy it's just a rabbit by the warm Hello. <laughs> There you go. That's a uh, rabbiting on. Robo was no ordinary bunny. Robo was an ordinary bunny. <laughs> Except the cloud thing. That's the one I can say is a bit weird. The shadow on the stairs is spooky. Do you think that happened? No. No, I don't. <laughs> Everyone can see an orbs I'm actually him. willing to accept she felt him on her lap. That's what I'm willing to accept. The only element of the story. Yeah, because okay. people do feel cats and stuff. Well, I love that we both read that. It's the didgeridoo player that did it That's the first time in the whole unbelievable history that we've chosen the same article. <laughs> Robo was a worthy... So special, unique boy. That's in a separate little box as well. And he really was. <laughs> moment for Robo. Okay, so this one is called A Close Shave. Why was my 20-year-old electric razor suddenly coming to life on its own? <laughs> Why Paul White? All right, 25. I've not seen this. So what kind of person are you imagining Paul to be? Sort of middle-aged, quite overweight. Overweight. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is my ancient razor. You shouldn't so, be probably using that, Yeah, so there, there is a picture of his this dusty-ass razor. It looks really crusty. Like it's, it's been in a damp bathroom for like 20 yeah. years. And it also looks like it would cut you and give you an infection. <laughs> like that's tetanus written all over it. So It's like a sheep shearer. Looking on the bedroom side table, I frowned. My electric razor wasn't there. <laughs> I scanned the room and then, increasingly baffled, searched the rest of the house. But it was no use. My shaver had vanished. So as we just pointed out, it's a crusty old razor, so he's actively using it. He's like woken up and like searched for it immediately, like looking at a loved one. Mm -hmm. My brother, Peter, who I lived with, insisted he hadn't seen it. So the only explanation I could come up with was that I must have accidentally knocked it into the bin and thrown it out. (laughs) 
It might sound daft to say I was devastated, but I really was. Aww. See, the battery-operated Philip shaver had been a 21st birthday present from mum and dad, a symbolic gift showing they knew I'd officially become a man on my big birthday. So he'd not <laughs> shaved before 21? Yeah. Sadly, I what? lost my dad when I was 39. So the, the difference here, that's a 20-year gap. It's not like he died the day he gave it to me. <laughs> mum had passed just a year later. Now, two years on from those awful losses, it seemed like I'd lost their thoughtful gift to you. It's a battery-powered Phillips. It's hardly... I understand you assign sentimental value to things, though, that are, like, a bit odd to other people. That's a weird one to do. Yeah. That's what? That's like, like a £15 razor, isn't That's it? not a device that's designed to last forever. <laughs> it's not. I'm just, from the looks of it, To, to get, get 21 years out of it is pretty impressive. <laughs> I couldn't get two and a half years out of my laptop. It was three grand. <laughs> oh, my God. Here we go again. Two years later, I moved a stack of books and I saw the razor behind them. How on earth did you get there? I asked. By now, it was pretty old, so I couldn't really use it. <laughs> He's just sinking bottle of wine after bottle of wine every <laughs> yeah. night, dancing around with the yeah. razor. Just put it down. Yeah. Then running through a field together. <laughs> but it still meant something to me, so I kept it for the sentiment. Not long after, I arrived home in Southampton, Hampshire, from a night out, and I heard a buzzing sound. <laughs> Had a bee got trapped in my house. It was <laughs> really loud. <laughs> Maybe it was a swarm of bees. Finally, <laughs> finally, I located the source. It was my birthday razor from mum and dad going off on its own. I switched it off and placed it back in my room. But a few days later, it went off again. It's an ancient razor and you said it's battery operated. So the battery <laughs> bit might just be going a bit mad. Yeah, I know. Just as before, when I searched for it, I found it had moved. Then I started feeling a strange sensation on and off in the room, as there was something in the corner of my eye. But when I turned to look, it would vanish. I knew my dad had seen his late mum at the end of his bed a couple of weeks before he passed, and that mum had also seen her own mother before she died. So I was open to the ideas of visitors from the other side. No, yeah, I'm not against that. A few days later, the razor went off again. And then, on the day before my dad's birthday in July, I came home late and once more I heard a buzzing noise. I think you need to get rid of the razor. (laughs) My razor. One sentence. (laughs) Going off again at full pelt. And once again, it had moved, this time from one side of the room to the other. That is weird that it keeps moving. Mom? Dad? I said. I suddenly felt very cold. And then a moment later, very warm, as if wrapped in a hug. That's not how ghosts work. Now I felt... <laughs> That's not how it works. The one consistency with ghosts is Cold. coldness. Yeah. Now I felt certain my parents were using their gift to me to communicate beyond the grave. I know you're here, I said, gripping my razor. I felt a rush of love. <laughs> Three years a on. A razor floated up to my throat, piercing my skin. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Love you. <laughs> It was them attempting to kiss me. Three years later, I still hear my razor going off on its own now and then. It shouldn't do. It's over 20 years old and the batteries are ancient. That's exactly why it's going off. (laughs) I believe my parents' way of telling me that they're still around. They're watching over me. My electric shaver really is the gift that keeps on giving. No, it's an ancient (laughs) thing. Well, what do you reckon? Yeah, keep it. Like, if that's a nice thing that has sentimental value. One is just take the batteries out of it and I bet it won't. Won't but that's happen. his mom and dad, Katie. <laughs> if they're using a razor to communicate, does that mean that they've never bought anything for 
for him or there's nothing else in the flat that is linked to them in any way. I feel like that's the only thing they got him. It's a Philips razor for his 21st. I mean, a very <laughs> odd present it's for their 21st. Fun- it's quite functional. <laughs> Extremely. I once got a potato peeler for Christmas though and that was my favourite thing I, in my stocking. I got a Pyrex measuring jug. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. <laughs> but I'm not clinging on to the potato peeler. I just use, like it because it's a good potato peeler, but I'm not holding on like, this is... Mom yeah, but imagine if something happened to Mom and Dad and I then the potato use... peeler started peeling potatoes on its own. Well, like shaving my face. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I just think it's really weird. It's an old crusty razor. It's it... weird that you've attached it to that. It's weird that you didn't shave before the age of 21. Like, <laughs> just the whole story's a bit odd and you've seen a photo of him. You can tell he's a bit of an odd one. <laughs> so mean but it's threatening it's not relaxing to know that your razor's being moved around and then it's going off and it's yeah it is an odd it is an odd thing if you've got a poltergeist you don't want them to have access to your old razor (laughs) old Old, rusty rusty razor razor. sounds like an old country band (laughs) so what do you think yeah that was good yeah good I've, I don't know if we should do points this week. Are we Because uh, Robo... We both found Robo yeah, on Alexa. so I think it's it. an embargo this week. Okay. Yeah. What about mine, actually? I found Paul. Yeah, but why oh, should but I not have, have any points? Just That's be- true. That's true. <laughs> to be fair, we say it like we count the points. <laughs> <laughs> this week, we are pointless. <laughs> we are always yeah. pointless. The fact we disappeared for two weeks and no one cared. We are actually, pointless. Actually, I, I had some messages saying, well, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Thank you, we Billy. Have thousands of emails from everyone. Thank you. For the nation is begging for yeah. another episode. That was episode three of series three, Emma. How did you find that? I found it very rabbit razor related. R rated. R rated, yeah. That's not why people want to click on R rated podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what they're getting a rusty razor. And a rabbit. <laughs> so, me and Katie made a TikTok. We are trying to be young whippersnappers. We had to get our little sister to tell us how to set up <laughs> an account. It took us a long while. <laughs> and we're hooked. We're going to do little bite sized articles. Yeah, ones that are too small, really to maybe get in an episode but just little chunks of yeah. golden goodness give us a follow on that we're Humbelievable Podcast just as we are Humbelievable Podcast on Instagram and our Gmail is humbelievablepodcast at gmail.com if you spot anything funny I yeah. want to send it over well we're like multi social media use now <laughs> we're going global again we're going to go viral yeah. <laughs> well thank you guys we'll see you again next week for another week of Humbelievable, Humbelievable.